find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. That is right, we are covering War from 2019, and tell you what, I've seen my share of action movies, and I hope to cover more on this podcast, because I just have a good time with them, to be honest. But the film we are covering today is an Indian Hindi language action film, which I just mentioned, called War. And this motherfucker packs a punch. It is just unrelenting. You can close your eyes and forward through this film and just press play randomly, and you will find a scene that will blow your your taint off. And, you know, after 100 episodes of this stupid podcast that if you're listening to this, you're a legend. I don't know how you've done this. Uh, congratulations. I don't know why, but... um. Uh, don't question it. Just keep listening. Let me let me get in your ear holes here. I figured I'd change it up a little bit. You know, we've done a lot of different mustaches, so many, and this is just for this episode. But that's right. We are honoring the George Michael 5 o'clock shadow today. That grizzled cheek made of sandpaper that can scrape off a woman's thigh. <laughs> it's an action hero staple. If you think about it, a lot of the action movies I've covered, I'm never really honoring the main action hero. It's always someone else in the movie because most action heroes have the grisly five o'clock shadow, you know, or you, you, you have your occasional mustache here and there. But for the most part, a lot of them are just the grizzled look. And War definitely pays homage to it. We are honoring Hit... Th- shit. <laughs> Hrithik Roshan... I probably said that, I'd probably bashed the shit out of that, and my apologies, and Tiger Shroff for their killer performances um, in this movie. They are just amazing. They have amazing 5 o'clock shadows, great pecs, good asses, the juicy, the toasty, just toasty brown, just like the way you like your toast. So anyway, now let's earn the respect of an incredibly sexy guy, then have to hunt that same guy down while hiding our boner, then get killed and have someone use our face to be a traitor just like our dad. And I bet none of that made sense, but who cares? Now play that shit theme song, son of a bitch. It's the most you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make jokes, and then we'll all go home. Now the gaining the legendary hairy upper lips. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, every time I, I always forget, you know, but every time I record on a Sunday, I'm remind I'm remind I'm I can't even talk. I'm reminded why I hate recording on Sundays because I'm deathly hungover. <laughs> and uh, that is today. And I want to welcome you all to the Pistachio Podcast. You know, I'm your host, Daniel J. Segura. And today I got two gentlemen, Joel and Spencer or J-Dog, as uh, he's <laughs> he's been called a <laughs> J-Dog. Formerly of High and Low, a Kosala podcast, and We Cut Heads, a Spike Lee podcast. They uh, now have something called Shoot the Piano Player, which they pumped a shitload of episodes into that one. And they talk about films that I've never fucking heard of. And it's amazing that they <laughs> find a way to make it interesting. How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, <laughs> we are good. I'm good. Yes. 
how long have y'all how long have y'all been recording together? Like how have y'all always kind of co-hosted? I can pinpoint it to seven, six or seven years ago on the cast Whoa. next door. A minute by minute on uh no, it was a clueless one we were we met on. It was yeah. as if. And I was paired with, with Joel because it was a big group project thing. He yeah. was a host. That's how we met. Then I think a year later, we started the Kurosawa one. Yeah, because I had you on as a guest on Please Don't Send Me in Outer Space. And that was basically like, you were like, uh, would you be interested in doing this podcast? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's awesome. So like, uh, if people want to listen and they want to find you on, you know, on, on the socials, uh, where can they go? Um, uh, uh, piano, piano player pod for the current season, which as Wait. of as of right now, we have maybe five episodes left and we're going to switch to our next season probably next year. But we still have like, uh, I won't say five or six left to, to release, but I'm not. We haven't, we have not recorded the titular episode yet. Okay. Uh, we will soon. Very soon. OK, good, good. Awesome, guys. Well, yeah, definitely check them out and uh, give them a listen. I, I like it's very like much easy listening for me. Honestly, I really like uh, it's cozy. Uh, <laughs> your podcast, you know, I feel like my podcast, you know, every now and then I get a cozy episode. But a lot of times it's just me losing my temper or some Tim, some guy from New York named Tim Yellow <laughs> fucking yelling in his microphone over everybody like a real asshole. Yeah, because <laughs> and he doesn't do it because he's an asshole really he does it because he genuinely genuinely feels like whatever's coming out of his mouth is more worth hearing than <laughs> anyone else's opinion yeah i get I, that that happens to me all the time i feel you i feel you uh yeah, so yeah. war mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah wow this movie i've never wanted to see two men bang each other in each other's buttholes <laughs> so much in my life and i even i've seen God top gun sake. a shitload of times man i was like <laughs> yeah. please would you fuck already god damn it i thought i thought that we were gonna get the the fucking you know i thought we were gonna get that sex scene when they're on the riverboat but instead it turned around and fucking went a 180 i was so pissed off i was like finally they're gonna fucking get drunk and see what happens a little broke back style but no it didn't happen <laughs> Did yeah. not happen. Yeah. So, I, uh, I'm wondering if I was the only one who noticed was how homoerotic. Jeez. I needed two grinding pillows to put on my fucking lap. I was so fucking hard throughout this film. Um, so, War, what, what made you want to bring this to the show, Spencer? Uh, I love Indian action movies. All and, right. uh, and this, this is, is like an epic one. Yeah, this is, I think, uh, up until recently, the highest grossing Indian movie of all time. I think RRR wow. took uh, took its place, but this is a massive, massive movie in, in India. But outside of India, it's kind of like a weird foreign film. It's like, no, this is like a mainstream, like super awesome movie. Yeah, I mean, it takes everything up a notch. It is so extra, like with three X's extra, especially <laughs> if you like gay porn. <laughs> but it is just, it just is so everything the still shots the slow man if you took out the slow-mo and the songs this movie could have been 90 minutes but <laughs> like jesus christ i get it you're fucking a sexy man jesus i get it you're a hot motherfucker i don't need the camera staring at you this whole time <laughs> putting your sunglasses on taking your sunglasses off taking a drink jeez it's so weird but it's still 
it fucking works though. Like it, even though it is two and a half hours long, which um, I was very disappointed in, but <laughs> like I, 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 so I was going to watch this yesterday mm-hmm. and I was going to take my notes. I was going to, you know, I care. I Spencer, I know he knows his shit. And I'm just like mm-hmm. this, like fucking casual film goer. And I'm like, I got to get ready for this. Like I, I need to get my shit together. But then I went to go see the UTSA game at a, a local bar, and um, that was at two o'clock. And then it was um, one a.m. I don't know what happened. Some somewhere in between, I lost track of time. So then I wake up this morning, and uh, it's about eight thirty, and my head feels like it's just been kicked by like four midgets. Uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, dwarfs, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and. I, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I, oh, fuck, I got to watch that fucking movie. I got to watch that movie before we start recording. So I get on my phone. I look it up. I remember you said it was on Prime. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm like so it can't be that long. Holy shit, I got to start watching it now. So I started, I had it going. So I watched this just this fucking morning. So it's mm-hmm. like fresh in my juicy brains. And but I, I didn't ta- I couldn't take notes because it's like it's in, it's in Hindi a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And they kind of go back and forth with English. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to f- focus on the film. Which I'm glad I did because there's like a thousand fucking characters and like 50 fucking names that are mentioned and there's backstabbings and there's people that are covered. There's rogue agents. It's like there's so many characters. It's very Mission Impossible-esque where you just need to like really pay attention because some fucking person's going to be mentioned that you only heard their name once in the first 10 minutes of the film. It's very – it's one of those. But really what I like about this kind of action movie is even if you don't really follow the story, you're still going to have a good time. Cause there's a lot of good shit happening. So yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I had a like good every, time with it. I feel like every time they settle into something, it's like, you think, you know, it's like, Oh, there's an, another plot, another plot twist, another plot twist. And it keeps, <laughs> keeps <laughs> piling up. It's like, it's like an entire, if, if you were to take an entire season of like Reacher or like one of those fucking kind of action thriller type shows, but you put it in two hours and 30 minutes and you put in two music videos that's what this movie is like. It's insane. It just never stops. I I was blown away. Like the um, I I don't have as much experience watching Indian films, mm-hmm. and so I was very much um, interested in checking this one out. And now that I've seen this one, I've also seen I I think the last Indian film I saw was that Akri got a lot, which I hope I didn't butcher that name, but that was like the last one I saw. And then I saw this one. I liked them both, so I think I think maybe I have a a genre now I got to dig into, you know. Yeah, I so, was gonna uh, say J- though. Oh, oh sorry, uh, go ahead, J Dog. <laughs> How's it going, uh, man? He's still reading about the shitty people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm paying attention this time. Yeah, <laughs> that's good news, man. I'm very I'm happy about it. So, so what did uh, what did you think of of War? Because I know you've seen a couple Indian movies. Yeah, I mean, literally like three, maybe altogether but uh yeah i mean what what is there to say that <laughs> that wasn't just said about it like <laughs> um i don't know i don't you know when it comes to action movies i don't i like ones that are creative and stuff like that and this because this was like several of americans current you know, the action items with Fast and the Furious and Mission Impossible, oh, yeah. like you mentioned, and um, there was something else I was thinking of that, of course, James I Bond? can't think of right now. Hmm? James Bond? No, not James. No, definitely not. This 
<laughs> James Bond would have been shot in the head in the beginning of this movie based on these characters. <laughs> yeah, he would have just yeah, he would have done well, he would have danced a little bit and then he would have shot him in the head. Yeah. Oh, uh, face been, off. Oh. Face, face off. off. Thank you yeah, very much. Face yes, off for sure. And I haven't seen yeah. like a this kind of uh, plot where it's like replacing faces in a little bit and I forgot how much I love it. Man, it's fun. <laughs> I, I love face off. <laughs> One of those face offs in this movie just kind of broke my heart. <laughs> I was very surprised at how upset I was when that that was. Revealed. Oh, that last twist! Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that was a heartbreaker for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you know you really believe um, in Khaled, you know, or Khaled, mm-hmm. or I might be. I think it's called called Khaled, Khaled yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, he's a. I mean, that man. Um, is incredibly talented. I mean, yeah. a singer, a dancer, he's attractive as fuck. He's got an eight pack. It's amazing. And yeah, he's yeah, Tiger Shroff. Yeah, Tiger yeah. Shroff is like one of the, I mean, these are two, like two of the biggest action stars of like right now. And Tiger Shroff is uh, uh, the smaller one. And the other one, Roshan, I'm not, not sure how you say his first name. The guy with, yeah. with the massive arms. Rith, 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 Rith. Rithic, Rith, Rith. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah I say yep. Roshan because that's the one I'm. Had a, had a stroke. <laughs> but uh, are you yeah, okay? But... Do we do we need to stop? Uh, in fact, if I keel over right now because um, I'm you know my life is falling apart. Keep going, baby. I mean, okay. <laughs> it'll be the last episode of the podcast. You know, Daniel dies, and these two motherfuckers just adopt the show. And y'all just keep going on with it, and y'all can find some French fucks with mustaches to talk about. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it. No done. That's right. Done already. There's probably plenty. There's probably a lot. And I, and honestly, I was gonna say, I'm doing a little f- something fun, and I think I'll probably mention it in the cold open, but I'll say it here too. I'm doing a little something fun, and we're changing it up here at the podcast. Yo, we've been looking at mustaches, a hundred different fucking mustaches, a hundred mm-hmm. different episodes, and this time I I decided. I made the executive decision to make the 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 exception. This is now this is going to be the mustachioed five clock sha- shadow Castillo <laughs> because we have some George Michael five o'clock shadow shit going on, and you know that's often not talked about, and it's something that these two main actors they sport that kind of like five o'clock. They almost always look like it's two days after they shaved, perfect like perfectly. <laughs> And uh, we're going to recognize that for this episode because, th- I mean, these motherfuckers look so fucking cool. I wish I had just, like, a little bit of that. Just a little bit. And they're talented and they fucking dance. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, Roshan was, uh, he is famous for being a dancer before action where Tiger was uh... known for action first. And Like, the Indian industry is, like, wrestling. It's a family business. Like, you're you're born into it. Uh, and if you're if your parent is a star that means you're trained to be a star and you're kind of like is this you're just going to go into the business wow it's like the lottery yeah you know sometimes you win the lottery what i mean but i mean the fact that they i mean you can i get like you you got to get lucky you got to hopefully your family from entertainment you got to hope that you you know you know you you happen to be born in that kind of family but you also got to be i don't know the top two percent of hot people in the world yeah, like i mean the sure. amount of attractive people in this film uh i mean at first it was almost all dudes there's like two there's two women in the first half of the movie as far as mm-hmm. i'm concerned you got the mm-hmm. you got the female agent 
uh, I forget her name. I, it's like, uh, I know it sounded like titties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like the, yeah. the, the <laughs> yeah. rest of the team kind of doesn't matter except for the one person. Yeah, except for the one person. And then, and then we have like an older lady that's in the beginning. And then you get to the second half of the film and we kind of go, we, we, we run into this guy whose last name is Contractor. <laughs> And yeah, that's who they think weird. he is. I know. I thought they kept calling him a contractor. I didn't know, <laughs> didn't know that was his last name. And then, man, then we get a ton of women in that, and we get that whole little montage with the the. I don't know. It breaks into a fucking rom com in the middle of nowhere. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" This, this, Isn't it? Oof! It's weird. <laughs> Isn't it weird how little uh, chemistry that uh, that <laughs> what is his stupid name in the movie? Uh, oh, Kabir. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kabir. The the, the complete lack of chemistry Kabir seems to have with that woman he's dancing with in that that whole thing that sets up as like a she's gonna do something for him. Um, yeah, yeah. And then compared empty. to the other guy, it's like no, there's heat coming off these. No, two. there's a, there's a scene in the first dance where they're celebrating they're celebrating uh, Khaled being accepted into mm-hmm. uh, Kabir's uh, agent squad group, our secret group. And um, because there's some history there, uh, basically, Kabir killed Khaled's dad, who was a traitor. But yeah. Khaled's dad killed two of his men, and he shot him, like, twice in the fucking shoulder or something like that. Yeah, he said he's had both, uh, things had both the eyes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's pretty intense, which is weird because, I mean... Kabir and Kelly don't look that much different in age, but um, I just think it's because Kabir looks really good for his age. Pop, pop, maybe. I don't know. He look, He's like the, he's very much like the Indian Brad Pitt or something like that, or mm-hmm. kind of, um, he has well, that uh, presence. Uh, Joel, Joel what, was that, what was the thing you, you brought up about Rashawn? Oh, uh, based, like, just because this is the only thing I'd seen the, the man in, but the scene where we flash back to when the other guy first joined the team and he's getting off the helicopter. You know, he's got that swollen Arnold Schwarzenegger arm. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed right away, once we get a close up, I was like, what is that reminding me of? And then we see him later kind of just hanging out. And I was like, that's solid snake. This man should be playing solid <laughs> snake. I, I love Oscar Isaac, but this guy, like he would make an amazing yeah his face looks like a caricature of like a handsome person like he's got huge <laughs> cheekbones and just like a solid jawline and the fucking biceps, eyes. the eyes they're kind of like a smoky green or some shit i don't know man but i mean i don't blame Khaled for wanting to just fucking come all over <laughs> that guy's chest because I mean, he's a good looking guy uh, yeah, I, love, I love that like the first like when the first the first intro you get to, to kabir outside of the assassination in the beginning was like the meeting at the office and then the boss says you love him Khaled and it's like oh it's this kind of movie yeah it's <laughs> yeah it is very interesting I'll say that it's a very interesting relate it's a very because you know Khaled needs to earn his uh, Kabir's respect because he doesn't trust him. He thinks like, you know, a tr- being a traitor's in your blood somehow. I'm like, do you understand genetics, Kabir? That is not how it works. <laughs> Just because your dad's an asshole doesn't, I mean, I guess, yeah, if your dad's an asshole, you're probably going to be an asshole, but still, 
it doesn't mean that you're going to be a traitor, but he's an asshole to, to Khaled who's just trying hard. He like when he salutes, he slams the fuck out of his foot and slaps his own forehead like a son of a bitch. And he's like very loyal to his country and he just wants to serve. And Kabir's like, no, nah, fuck you, dude. You can't even see out the right side of your face, you fucking blind <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can't be in my squad. Yeah, that's perfectly. That's a perfectly good reason to eliminate somebody from a squad that will be having to do things like they're doing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, like, in, like most military units, you like, like you can't be a pilot if you have like a uh, have like something like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. oh, my partner's coming home, so I might hear some noise. Ah, uh, no, Bob, don't worry about it. Okay. Bring the dog on. This is the podcast, the old man. We're yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to be a mess. Yeah, as I'm but, sure uh, uh, J Dog is learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, so far, so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. we have a like good the, time here, baby. It's like the grind bin, but less structured. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're just having a good discussion. S- structured chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, kind of how I roll. It's basically yeah. my life. So, so what do you guys think of? Well, first off, do you guys predict the whole face-off subplot? Uh, reveal. No. I did not see that shit coming. I thought that that guy was going to turn out to be the traitor that um, every, uh, that they assumed he was going to be, but I didn't predict that it was actually going to be somebody else wearing his face. Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but there's a promo from the Jack Billings something about a haunted apartment complex coming up and then there'll be more show after that. Bye! O'Connor Orchid Estates Apartments Located in the center of the small town of Reading, Ohio it is widely regarded as the world's most haunted location. Join world-renowned paranormal investigators Abigail Reynolds and Michael Colby as they immerse themselves into every aspect of life in this building and expose the truth of its horrific history. Join us for My Creepy Haunted Life. Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex starring me. <laughs> Jack Billings, obviously! Damn it! How did you even get in here, Jack? Let's get spooky, crew! And you know what's funny is so the, the main the main fucking big bad motherfucker bad guy is named Alasi. Right, uh, Rizwan, Rizwan uh, Iyasi or Iyasi or Iyasi mm-hmm. or Iyasi, and um, all I have, I took one fucking note because I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I really want to say this because they reveal they reveal Iyasi, and all I put was Iyasi looks like someone's weird aunt. Yes, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for sure. So how they that plastic surgeon that turns this man from a pill looking weird ant with eight cats to a guy who looks like a Colombian drug lord. How she <laughs> managed to do that. 
Props to that sexy ass woman. Jeez. The best on the planet. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. I mean, damn. She must have made so many different dictators, like clones. And (laughs) don't they say something when they're like talking about his uh, facial surgeries? Like, uh, she's the best uh, plastic surgeon. She's over 40, but still very attractive. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what I say when I'm uh, when my friend asks me if I'm going to go on a date. I'm like, ah, she's over forty, but still very attractive. Believe it or not, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Uh, one of my notes, this is random, is um because I cause I remember when when a new predator came out a few months like a month or two ago, yeah, which was awesome. Great. Everyone yeah. should watch it. Uh, amazing dog, uh, uh, co-star in that one. At my first thought watching this was like. Oh, Kabir should fight the Predator. Yeah, I would like to see that. That would be amazing. Uh, then, like, him and the Predator fucking just start throwing, like, <laughs> color dust at each other and yeah, fucking and, breaking a song. And and the yeah. Predator starts to sing in his click-clack language. <laughs> <laughs> his <Perfect>. click-clack language. <laughs> I never heard it explained that way, and I am a fan. That is going to stay with me. <laughs> Click like language. I mean, yeah, the, the that... first Predator actor was a dancer, Kevin Peter Hall. So, you know, oh yeah, yeah, it uh, could have happened, man. It yeah, could have was a dancer, and he was like seven foot too. Like that dude was gigantic. Yeah, no shit. I mean, fucking bonkers. I I wonder if there is already. Uh, there might already be like an Indian version of um, a Predator type movie. Maybe not Predator, but like you know, uh, there there has to be. There, I guarantee it. Yeah. And now I kind of want to see if we can find it. So if anyone out there knows of a movie <laughs> that is kind of like that, you have to see it now because I need to see when does the song sequence come in. <laughs> I got to know. <laughs> I just got to know when that happens. But um, yeah. And that is yeah. something, right, because I don't have a lot of experience with these films, but I have noticed the few that I've seen, they just kind of like it's like an interlude or like, you know, it's like now it's time to dance and sing and have some fun. Like I know this is a serious film and the the our entire country's in in danger and a satellite's about to get exploded and there's drugs and I know it's all bad, but how about we start dancing? <laughs> you know, like just for a second. And um I I find it very at first I remember when I saw a create a lot, I was like kind of turned off by it a little bit because I don't really like musicals. It's weird because I've I've been a musician for years and years and years. I love music. I love making music. I just don't like it. I don't like it mixed in my film. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't like narrative through song. And I don't know why, but it bothers me. But for some reason, I kind of dig it with the Indian films. I feel like it the way mm-hmm. I, I just it's like a little refresher or something. It's like, oh, you know, this movie's been pretty good, but check this out. And then we'll go back to the movie and we'll continue it on. Um, but it's, it's pretty drastic in this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the Hong Kong approach of like, well, movies. There's romance, there's action, there's music. Why don't we do everything? Yeah, yeah. Let's just do the whole kin caboodle, as they say. I'm yeah, not sure if that's right. It's close enough, I think. But the yeah. the first, I guess my my only uh, gripe with this movie is not enough songs. I wish there was at least a couple more. They could have well. If they shaved off the slow-mo and maybe a couple of the scenes that are a little long-winded, because I got to admit, guys, and y'all, y'all let me know, mm-hmm. but 
when you're about two hours and 15 minutes into this fucking movie and I'm watching Kabir fight fake Khaled, <laughs> um, I'm like, can you kill him already? It's been two hours. I'm fucking hungover. Jesus. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man. The fight just keeps going. They turn into superheroes at the end. I mean, fucking Kabir's head gets thrown into concrete pillars, and he's, he's still able to get up and keep fighting. He gets stabbed, shot. That motherfucker stabs an asshole at some point, I'm sure. It's just crazy. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So let me, like, do y'all feel like it's it was a little long? No, or I don't know. In my opinion, uh, I'm used to it at this point. I just know, like, well, the the climactic fighting is going to happen, so they're going to stretch it out, you know, as long yeah. as they need to. See, but if they hadn't stretched out so much, many other things, like, there's so many scenes that I feel either they didn't need to be there, you could have trimmed some fat there a little bit, just a little. Then you could have worked in another song or two. You know, we could have seen yeah. some Kabir shake that fucking ass again. It is true, and just like, Bummer. well, first off, like the the whole the thing that happens right before the first song like this that time i watched it it, it, was, it was still just as hilarious where you have this <laughs> intense fight uh with terrorists like with isis terrorists basically and yep. then you get this super colorful like homoerotic song it's like it totally it, it shouldn't work but it totally <laughs> works <laughs> well, because that, that fight scene beforehand is not it's not like this is totally serious. I mean, when they go up against the the Osama bin Laden type person, he turns out to be like a hulking maniac, and they can <laughs> barely fight him. Like, yeah, he's uh, he's their Jason Momoa. He's like Jason Masorda Momoa. I don't know. <laughs> Picking these guys up by their necks and slamming them is like okay. Wow, it gets very cartoony. They're kind of looking at each other like you punch them now. <laughs> this is what was missing from Zero Dark Thirty. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, oh, if they could have worked this into a Zero Dark Thirty, oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. You think you could have just shot me? I'll pull down your helicopter myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's crazy is in that scene when when Kabir and Khaled are fighting this vato, there's other people around him with guns and shit. Like, they could have just shot that big motherfucker, but they're like, ah, let him, yeah, let him do it. Let him fight Zangief, Indian Zangief. Well, okay, they take my shot. Shut up, shut up. You're fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's taking shirt it's, off. It's, oh, it's a big boss. It's a boss fight, so you know it's like it's gonna serious. Like shirts off. You're gonna see yeah. like the the full muscle. Like you know, yeah. it's a show for everyone when the boss when the two bosses fight. It really is. I mean, <sighs> ladies out there, ladies, if you like physique and a man, and talent and dance. You you found a new genre. You need to dig it. As you need to watch every Kabir movie. I mean, I know that's not his real name, but you need to watch every movie that guy is in, and just soak it up. Put a towel down. You know, <laughs> line your floors with plastic and have a good time. Um, like you're talking to Candace right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to Candace. Yeah, so I'm talking to Carol, Candace, yeah, all the, the first, sea bitches. I just recorded my first one with Candace, and when we started making those jokes, it's like, oh yeah, it's okay to make these jokes with Candace on. Oh no, she's awesome, man. She's my people. First time I ever talked to her, we were online. We were playing Sea of Thieves. We've said this story a billion times. That's how we met. And I'm talking to her and Tim Yoba. And I'm like mm-hmm. talking to both of them. And I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm like, y'all need to be podcasting. Like, what the hell? And next, now, you know, they both have the, they're both on the same show, co hosts on the same show. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. But yes, no, that, uh, 
I, I, you're right though. I wish there was, I 100% agree. A couple more songs would have been fun. I mean, because we do waste some time. What is with Kabir and this little kid? Why it's his I, it broke kind into of like step a, stepdaughter? I guess I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And then the when it transitions because we have this very. Like, you know, uh, for anyone that hasn't seen the movie, you should watch this fucking movie, but it's free on Amazon Prime. But what happens is it looks like Kabir has now gone rogue after he's, you know, basically taught Khaled everything he knows, how to dance, how to do your hair, how to put sunglasses on, how to walk sexy, all that stuff. And he's now appears to have gone rogue. And now Khaled is like, what the fuck? Now I got to go, you know, kill my mentor, you know, who I'm in badly in love with. Definitely. And... <laughs> It's, so that's the story that's happening and we get that scene which i gotta say might be one of the most romantic scenes i've ever seen in my life when mm-hmm. kabir they're in the subway and kabir is telling him like you know i'm on a mission i'll i think what does he say i'll either tell you what my motive is or the next person to get killed right or something yeah, like yeah, that that's basically right. and and he's like making him make the decision last minute, blah, blah, blah. And I think he, I guess, I guess Khaled ends up wanting to know who's the next hit. But then he disappears in the crowd like he's fucking Batman. I swear to God, I think Kabir is a superhuman being. Like there are, in this universe, humans have some, there are, there's definitely some fucking mutants out there. So there's definitely some meta humans or whatever. Um, so he disappears. Khaled goes out looking for him like where's my love like he's like where'd she go and then (laughs) he turns around and fucking Kabir's back in the subway the door closes and Khaled's trying to pry it open with all his muscles but he doesn't have the muscles of Kabir so he can't open it all the way (laughs) and then Kabir slams the fucking paper I I don't know when he found time to like write a little that fucking name but it's like you know fucking some doctor it says, to me, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just, and then the, the subway train starts moving slowly, getting going. And Kabir is like just staring at the window with his hand on it while fucking Khaled's walking alongside. And they just looking so fucking deeply at each other's <laughs> eyes. My heart melted, man. That was the most romantic shit I've ever seen. Fuck, yeah. this movie's good. <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Was that not shocking for y'all? That was. It's very weird. I, I don't think the most. I think well, not romantic, but the most like homoerotic thing between them is when they're in the their first in their dance number when they're in the, at the end with at oh. the club sequence. Yes, that part and like and <laughs> and uh, Kabir is the top and Khaled is the bottom. <laughs> like, how else am I supposed to read that? And they both <laughs> look so happy. Like, kind of like what you were saying, J-Dog. They fucking, Kabir has no chemistry. And the one, the one female type, like, love interest that they throw in, like, really fucking shoehorn this woman into this movie, who she's also a very, I, I was reading a little bit about her. She's mm-hmm. also a model, you know, famous in uh, Indian film. And, um, and they shoehorn her in, and he has like absolutely no chemistry with her. But then you see him just fucking bumping and grinding against Khaled, and you're like, Jesus, these guys. <laughs> no, that's chemistry. That is chemistry. But you know, eh, what are we gonna do? It, it's a, it's a bummer. 
then you get to see them plow each other. But uh, it's you know we always have fan fiction. I might write fan fiction for this movie. I might do it. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. You know. Yeah. I bet you it uh, hasn't been done. Can I just point this out? Yeah. Uh, the war. The, the title of the movie is War. Yeah. And uh, War backwards is raw. So. Oh. Ooh. Figure something out. Yeah. I never thought. Yeah. I mean, you know, like. Excuse me. Uh, you think they had any color dust on those cocks? You know. <laughs> I mean, you must. I mean, just how can you not? Like, holy shit! It's purple. <laughs> like, look at that. It's no, like no. Got one of them there. has red. One of them has blue, and they're like, "Let's make purple." Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Let's make purple in my asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like the, the the their dance number is something I watch at least three or four times a week. Like I have for months because like it's just. It's just so cup- joy. Yeah, it's so joyful and colorful, and like w- when you get through, when you first see um uh Kabir from behind, and you see like his legs moving, it's like, oh holy shit, this dude can move. It <laughs> yes, know? his legs are like rubber bands. Like it's amazing. Um, I'm sure Spence. You know, every time you see that, you probably blow right at that little thing, <laughs> and they're fucking grinding on each other. I would. Um, but uh, that is something like. I may not ever I'm not sure if I'll see this movie. It's it's gonna be a while because it is such mm-hmm. a it's so much to digest. But you're right. I think I will go back and watch some of the scenes because holy shit. Let's talk about the action. What what is y'all's opinion on the action and how that was handled in this film? Uh the first the whole opener with um Tiger Sharoff just doing a jump kick into their room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all one shot, and it's like, oh, this is magical. It's amazing. Um, how about you, J Dog? What, what do you do? You like action films? Is that your thing? Like, or do you normally watch more like other types of films, like dr- drama or thrillers or something? I like weird stuff. Like, I can tell. Man, not... you sound weird. <laughs> yeah, you're like I like weird stuff. I'm like, no. There's one cup. What are these ladies gonna do? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I like. Uh, the things I liked about the action here is that nothing was like nothing came off as deadly serious. E- even when <laughs> this guy, had the woman in there, she's likely going to be killed and spoiler alert. She does, even though he's like, I will not let any harm come to you. That's, that's not like, yeah. He's speaking Hindi. That's not what he sounds like. But, yeah. Um, it's like just the plane scene alone. That just, has got to be the most ridiculous scene yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Uh, although that, yeah, the 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 last fight is also just insane. Like, oh, it so. goes to another level. This, I honestly wish this had, because this is part of like a uh, kind of a series of films, right? I, I I think, and this is like the second or third mm-hmm. installment of that series. Uh, there will be a sequel in three years, apparently. Wow. Because Rashawn, he, he kind of does like a movie, one movie a year, maybe every other year. He kind of takes his time. But Tiger Shroff will do like multiple things per year. He has a, there are a lot more Tiger action movies than there are uh, Rashawn action movies. Yeah. And I will say like, you know, when it comes to the actual action, like the fighting scenes, I it's obvious that Tiger is the one that has a little more history. Um with action and martial arts like he he is really really captivating to watch 
as an action star. Like he had the thing with him is he's kind of a little too pretty. Like he's a little, he mm-hmm. looks as like a, he has like a little young, he's a very baby face. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to find him intimidating. Even though he's really fit, I just still feel like I could whoop his ass. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I'm sure he could whoop my ass, but I just, I can't stop feeling like I could whoop his ass. Um, and then it'd probably get hard in the middle of like some point. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so while you know, while uh, the other gentleman, he is very good at the more dramatic shit and the more like just honestly just being on the camera and like talking because you're just like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's amazing like he looks cool as shit yeah like they're, um, they're both like equally charismatic in in different areas yeah they like, are like sean like gets he can do the melodrama incredibly well and i've seen some other tiger movies where he's he's a romantic lead and he has to do a melodrama it's it's not as good like mm-hmm. it's it's just not as good like when, when he starts dancing it's better but like Whiffy's has to be like has to be like you know the 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 lead who has a romance it's it's not as effective at least to yeah me. it's the baby face that like because when when uh Rich, i'm just as terrible as names on my regular podcast don't worry everybody i know i'm horrible at names i always forget yeah. okay so the yeah roshan has he's an older man you know he's mm-hmm. like in his mid-40s probably when the movie was made yeah. and he can just look completely stoic and those eyes tell you everything you want to know about what's going on in his head that way but uh with tiger his because his face is so smooth and his eyes are like this uh they're they're just brown but they're they're somehow make him look like an innocent baby he has kind eyes yeah very kind eyes yeah i trust him like i would let him like you know he could watch my dog or you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even when he like takes off the bandages and reveals scars towards he the end, it's like, <laughs> I know. like, oh, how adorable! That baby's got scars on. Oh, look at you! You look like like a very low key Cenobite. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roshan, like, I wouldn't let Roshan watch my dog. He'd probably have him licking his balls in two minutes. <laughs> and fucking burp. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm sure he's an awesome guy. He just looks like. He, <laughs> I think he was great to peg as uh, he's great to peg, but no, I think he was great to put. As... I, I think he's, a, I think he's a top Daniel. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm not oh, sure. Well, man, we could always flip a coin, uh, but I think he was really good to put as the rogue, you know, trader type because he has that face where he looks like you can't trust him. You know, when he's in the innocent scenes with the kid, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's going to kill this kid. Or <laughs> I just don't, I'm like, it looks weird. I don't know. Just it looks out of place because there's that part. So we were at the subway scene, and there's the love scene there that where he's going away. Mm-hmm. Then it says interval along. And it's yeah. actually a really cool shot. It looks really dope. Then we cut to an Allegra commercial or some kind of allergy commercial. <laughs> we see a fucking child sucks at being a goalie. Like, don't ever play that sport again. Fucking play something else. Try volleyball, softball, anything else but goalie, because you suck at that. But he like tries to pe- give her a pep talk, and I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? And why the <laughs> fuck are you here? Like, what is happening? I was so fucking confused. I was like, wait a minute, does Interval mean we're gonna? They're do they have advertising in the movie to help pay for it? <laughs> I was, like, I was waiting. I, just, for- <laughs> I thought too. I thought too. Like, is this a is this like a medicine commercial for the Zyrtec D? What's right? going on? <laughs> I just I thought it was like an alternate universe. <laughs> Me too. 
Yeah, me too. I was like, wait, this interval of either going to just go, like, this is now a whole new thing. This is a little short film that's going to be yeah. in the middle of the film. But it was actually part of the story. And I just, it blew my mind. I was waiting. You're right, though. I thought it was Zyrtec or something. I was waiting for the little girl to go like, you know, and he's like, here, Zyrtec, and blah, 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 you know, side effects. You may shit yourself. And so, like, I just could not believe that this movie. And then, like, it also feels like the cinematography changes. Like, the color balance changes. Like, it goes from you're in this subway, and it's kind of, like, gray and blue and shadowy. Then we're in the fucking, we're on a green field in the middle of the fucking summer and the fucking trees are blooming and pussies are hot. It was insane. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I, I swear to God, this movie puts you through a loop, man. <laughs> it puts you through a fucking psychological loop. I was just like, whoa. But it turns out that I guess he, like, okay, so Spencer, you were saying you think that maybe that he might be this girl's dad (laughs) i think think he's basically he's basically a stepdad because basically i I don't think they ever like got engaged or anything but uh but like you know he was there to like help with the kid like when he was romancing uh you know the mom and then it kind of turned into he fell in love after like a single day or however long it's it's like it is a very short amount of time to take for them to fall in love a single dance. They, 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 this is our second montage. Uh, I think her name's Naina or something like that. Naina, Naina. Uh, um, she's played act. by Dish. Uh, uh, Vani, uh, Vani Kapoor. Oh, Kapoor. is that who it is? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh no, that's the little daughter. The little daughter is uh, Dishita's Segal. Segal, kind of like Segal. Say S E H G A L. I hope I didn't. Well, that's probably pretty close. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, Dad, I couldn't catch that ball. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. That's my best Steven Seagal. <laughs> Imagine if Steven Seagal played the daughter. Yep. Oh. Steven Seagal as the daughter. As a small Indian girl. <laughs> like, whoa, he really lost his shit. This guy is going insane. What the hell? Oh, my God. So, yeah, that whole thing was very confusing for me. But basically, he's on a mission and he's going to try and um, he's he's doing he's spying on this guy named Faroe's contractor. (laughs) His name is Faroe's contractor. Could you could could someone had told uh, what's his fuck Rizwan if if someone could have told Alasi or Yasi. Don't make your last name contractor, man. Like, it's so obvious you're not a real human. Like, you're wearing a <laughs> fake Colombian drug lord face now. You can't be called con- maybe a contracto <laughs> or something. Contreras. You could have been uh, Felipe Contreras, not for Rose Contractor, you dumb fuck. But uh, that's what he decided. Change my name. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like the usual suspects. He just looked around the room. Uh, uh, yeah. oh, okay, if we're gonna install a window here, contractor. That's my last name, contractor. <laughs> it, remind, it also reminded me of uh, Kung Power. He goes, "You will now refer to me by the name Betty." <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Is it Betty a girl's name? <laughs> oh God, uh, I uh, still Joel, love that movie. Joel, do you yeah. know the Spanish Daniel saying? 
Because I, I just kind of accept it as like, I assume that's a Spanish thing. I don't really know. What are you talking about? Like, he, he's throwing throw in some like random Spanish every so often. <laughs> what? I'm not throwing in random Spanish. You're... Okay. <laughs> I did. Well, I was making a connotation to he because he looks like a Colombian drug lord. He should have had yeah. a more Latin name. So, that, yeah. Never mind. I thought it's, I heard it's like. The cabron. <laughs> over here jesus I'm, I'm not so mexican that just spanish words are coming okay. out Jeez. that's funny because i i think to you know some of the accents and, and uh emphasis or ro- you know rolling the r's that may happen in normal speech is like yeah i'm used to that but yeah i'm not i i don't notice it that's the problem so maybe <laughs> maybe because you don't spencer you don't really know that much spanish it's just like oh what was that? I should. <laughs> it's like an okay. alien to you. <laughs> then, yeah, I am learning Spanish currently for oh, next nice. season. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, like I and honestly, I feel like, you know, I I may be a, a Mexican, but I feel like maybe I can go to India. I might be able to try to conf- I might be able to fool them and be like, yeah, put me in a film. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm kind of Turkish. I've had people tell me you look Turkish. You don't even look Mexican. I'm like, thanks. I guess I like <laughs> Turkey. Uh, <laughs> my father, who is a hundred percent Mexican, he's I'm half. Uh, he he was gambling in like Caesar's Palace in Vegas, like at a table, and just some random man came up to him and went, "Excuse me, sir, are you Chinese?" And he went, "No." <laughs> the guy just walked away, like, what? <laughs> Because if you see my dad, he's got like practically dark brown skin. Like what? I don't know if that guy was doing a bit or not, but I'm gonna do that uh, next time. And uh, next time I'm traveling, I'm gonna look for the most Mexican-looking fucking <laughs> taco boy I have ever seen. I get to say that, uh, and I'm gonna go up to him. And get, Excuse me, sir. Are you Chinese? <laughs> that is so chino. funny. <laughs> it's not gonna Oh man, yeah, um, that is hilarious. My so actually, my ex-wife, we're still cool, you know, it's a mutual divorce. We still get along fine. Um, she she is full blood Mexicana, and we we uh, st- we were kind of st- we started college around the same time, and uh, we were at UTSA. And her first class, she's all scared. You know, it's a big class here. Your first courses in university are always like fucking three hundred and fifty students or whatever. And she's freaking out. She's sitting there by herself, and this one. Uh, uh, I, I want to say, I'm trying to remember, Vietnamese, Vietnamese girl comes up to her and she goes, hi, what's your name? And she's like, oh, my name's Brittany. And she goes, oh, my name's whatever. And she goes, and she kind of points to her friends and brings her friends over. And then, um, she goes, so, uh, where's your family? What part of Vietnam is your family from or whatever? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm a Mexican. I'm not Vietnamese. And she goes, oh, and then she like whispered to her friends and they walked away. They walked away from her. Oh. <laughs> the idea of like a group of people literally going, Oh, you're not one of us? Fuck you. And they walk yeah. away. Oh, that's gotta hurt. Oh my god. Um, give me a second. I need to blow my nose. I'm dealing with allergies. That's because that's why I didn't have a voice the other day. And plus I um, yell a lot as you see. Um that's give- that's what brought up the whole uh soccer scene. You're like, I do need some more allergy medicine. <laughs> I went to go get some Claritin D. Uh, Just give me two minutes. I'll be right back.
All right, I'm back. I'm back. I had to take a mad piss too. That's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm trying to sober up here by having a beer. I'm feeling better. I felt. I felt. I actually, after 49 minutes, I feel better than I felt in the first five. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Okay, it's laughter. So, laughter is yeah. the best medicine. Yeah. Is, so, uh, Daniel, uh, you mentioned like this is part of a series. It's kind of uh, some some of the Indian studios have been doing this. I think since Marvel got big, because like they kind of have their own uh, like universe thing, and War is part of the universe of the Rosh, no Yash Raj films. And, I think he called Fighters or something like that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I read his. He calls it Fighters. Yeah, and uh, there's a recent movie called Vikram that I love. It's it's on Hulu currently. Oh, uh, and Vikram. It's the fourth movie, fourth or fifth movie in like a series of a oh, loose universe where like i think the only main character who 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 shows up in each of them is like this chief officer cop guy who's like the kind of connecting tissue of like he's the boss of all these characters in all oh, these movies kamal hassan yeah i think i see a, uh he got yeah, because he's in this movie yeah he plays the colonel i think or yeah one of the main guys they had one of the chiefs yeah there's always some some like it's not not even like the effort of marvel it's always like some effort of like it's the one person and that's how you know it's kind of a sequel but not yeah really a sequel. there's a yeah there's a there's a, a very thin string uh, uh, just slowly tied through the film but i mean it, it you can tell that there's a marvel influence uh in this movie because the action is like we've joked about but it feels superhero-esque like these are not normal human beings like they the things they do they fall from high distances and don't seem to like i'm sorry man i could jump off a chair and i'm like fuck my knee or my, my fucking <laughs> ankle this dude's like jumping from the second floor of a building and just comes down like like a fucking beautiful angel it's like what the hell <laughs> that one scene when they're fighting together and uh i think they find the terrorists coming in trying to kill them and then uh you know, uh, Khaled, who's obviously the bottom, gets on his knees mm -hmm. and um, he pushes up Kabir like with his back and then Kabir floats up like <laughs> and, like the, the there's like a fan on his hair. So it's glistening and it's just flowing in the air and he just blows away these two guys and then he makes them blow him. It's crazy, man. It's just an amazing yeah. the action that, in this film. And that's the part when Kabir knows and watching it second time, I was like, this is the part when it's like, oh. That's how you know it's not really him. I did notice that. I thought, I don't know what I thought. I think I thought that, like, maybe it's almost like Daredevil. Maybe he's so blind mm -hmm. on the right side of his uh, face that his hearing's better on the right side. <laughs> uh, J-Dog, did you notice the, the right side thing at the moment? No, I didn't notice anything. Okay. Yeah. When, when that guy started spitting out blood, I was like... I wouldn't be surprised if this character actually is dead because I've seen of the other movies I've seen, they, they seem to take like a dark twist in the last like 30 minutes. Every time it's like, wait a minute, what this person just de dead. <laughs> that was the main character. <laughs> okay. It's all about a funeral now. Okay, great. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I like the plot twist of, cause it made sense that Khaled was going to take because we find out that there's a traitor in the team and um, that's working, you know, for 
for uh Rizwan, Rizwan or whatever and um mm-hmm. uh and so when they find out cuz they they corner Rizwan and they have him this is all before he turns into a Colombian drug dealer but this is the first time they almost had him and and Khaled sees the traitor in the team and he chases him apparently he chased him for 20 minutes they say in the film <laughs> he did parkour for 20 minutes Man, I can't even do it for two. Like he did twenty minutes of chasing this guy, but they never found the dude's body, like the 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 rogue agent or whatever, or the traitor. They never found his body. Yeah, and that's when that that's so. Those are all the little the little hints that they're giving you, little breadcrumbs of uh, something's up. You know, we our our uh, Khaled may not be the Khaled we knew. Um, to the point where they adjusted his vocal cords and I guess gave him a six pack because this traitor guy <laughs> did not have the body of Khaled. So I was gonna say, uh, I mean, he's he looked pretty cool when he was do- they were doing their cliffside fight scene, but yeah, no, he never takes out the shirt, so we can't confirm what's under there. Yeah, we can't confirm or deny how many packs he has in that in the in the abs, you know. Also, yeah. he's like six inches shorter, so they must have he is. <laughs> Install the bones, and his voice is so different. He sounds like a grimy motherfucker. He's like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. But yeah, like, it's crazy. And I, I've brought this up before, like Wesley Snipes, how like he has, like he has the charisma of someone you would assume is like over six foot, and he's average height. Yeah, that is kind yeah. of weird. But like, um, uh, but like, uh, with uh, Rashawn is only like five ten. And Tiger's like average height, and it's like when you see a movie like this, it's like these guys have to be like these larger in life giants. It's like, oh, there's like normal sized people. Yeah, I'm five ten, so like it would be me being an action hero, which is sad. <laughs> but then Completely again, like impossible. that's let's go. Uh, <laughs> but American films are very similar. You know, we have our Tom Cruises, and you know, a lot of our very famous actors are not tall people. I mean, they're not even, like, they're almost short. Like, Tom Cruise is almost a short guy. Because I consider average guy between, like, 5'9", mm-hmm. 5'11", for the most part. I mean, I know there's shorter guys out there. I'm, uh, short kings, I honor you. Um, if you're 5'4", and you got a like, giant like David, hog, like congratulations. David like David yeah, like David, and, <laughs> David uh, Spade. Me and Joel on our other show did a whole series of uh, on David Spade movies. Oh my God, you did! No, not on the uh, not on the fancy movies on a, uh, our, a podcast called uh, the Arbitrary Indiscriminate Movie Podcast. That's the one I was saying before we were recording that uh, if we do an episode, maybe maybe once a month if we're lucky. <laughs> uh, our we all have weird schedules. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I'd imagine y'all yeah. put in quite a bit of time. Yeah, but we we did do a, a David Spade series, a, a short king, David Spade, a short Long king live. who manages the fuck supermodels all the time somehow. Yep. You know, being funny, it definitely helped me, uh, and I'm not even that funny, but being funny has always helped me, and also, you know, having a decent hog, but like mostly being funny has always helped me get the ladies. So I feel like, and, and, but you add being rich, you know, David Spade, I mean, he's not like some fucking billionaire, but he's doing mm-hmm. good. And, uh, I yeah. feel like, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that, a little bit of the charisma. He's charming. He's funny. He always kind of sounds like he's about to say something sarcastic. It's just the way his voice is. Yep. He's like, all right, well, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of hair, you know, chicks yeah. dig hair. He's got a lot of that. He's got like Karen hair. It's amazing. Uh, so, what was that? An, what what was that experience like? Watching a bunch of David Spade films was that well, overall? Uh, did you feel good about yourself? 
Um, well, Gerald, the one you picked uh, was really good. And yeah, we, I rest, mean, I think rest were well. Well, one was terrible. They were uh, mediocre to bad, and yes. one of them is one of your favorites. So that's not. Oh, oh yeah, I do love that movie. <laughs> Which but, movie? Uh, the wrong Missy. Oh yeah, that one isn't bad. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. That, I remember I've seen it once, but I remember there being some good bits. I think Bobby Lee's in that movie for about two seconds. Uh, oh yeah, he, I think he is. He plays like a hotel check, yeah, bellboy. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know. I think he. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's... it. <laughs> but I just Certainly. remember because they talk shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, he wants to be a famous, like, he, he wants, because I watch his uh, podcast, Bad mm-hmm. Friends. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar, but uh, Bobby Lee has his podcast called Bad Friends with uh, Andrew Santino, who's a stand-up as well. And uh, I just remember when that movie came out, they are like, oh, I love you in The Wrong Missy. And he's like, I was in it for, like, <laughs> in it for two minutes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, makes me laugh. Uh, but now he's in that Reservation Dogs, which is a really good show. Um, if anyone hasn't seen that, that's a different kind of uh, Indian film or Indian show. <laughs> it's a Native American-led yeah. uh, series, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Anyway, back to this movie. <laughs> back to this fucking movie called War. I like how simplistic, by the way, the name is, too. And I think there's been a several movies called War. Uh, yeah. But the, this is a... Uh... Got the Jet Li one? Yep. That I've never yep. seen. It's always been on like I'll check it out at some some point, but yeah, that that hasn't happened yet. Same. It's I've always seen it all the time, and I'm like I gotta give that one a watch, and I just I've never seen that movie. I don't know if it's good or not. Have you seen it, J Dog? Yeah, Jet Li and Jason Statham. I saw the freaking one where there's two Jet. The one that's I saw the one. You know whatever it's called. <laughs> it's called the one. The one. It has them in it, and then you know what? I, I've I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I got I've got my fill. I'm good. Yeah. Hmm. You, we've we've seen enough now. Yeah, um, this Hollywood output isn't as good compared to other uh, Hong Kong people that came over. No, yeah. that's unfortunate too. Yeah, like it Jackie is. Yeah, Chan probably good. has the best one. Donnie Yen, not nearly enough. Because Blade Two is awesome. But outside of that, like, I don't think Donnie Yen has had that many really good Hollywood stuff. Mm-hmm. He's in Star Wars, isn't he? That's the other one. And that's Ro- Rogue that, One. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, there's like, not much else he did in Hollywood. No. Man, that's Vani Kapoor, though. She... <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful woman, man. She yeah. is. Uh... I can see why they shoehorned her character in. She probably wasn't even in the original script. They were like, you know what? Let's get, let's get her in this movie. Let's get good old Vani in here to, to dance a little bit, sing a little bit, then get thrown off a building. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is all the tropes of the Indian action thing, which like it takes the American stuff and it's like, you know, even extra. So, uh, uh, but like her thing kind of brings up something I want to talk about uh, is the whole skin color issue in India where like it's I think India is one of the places that has like skin lightning cream shit because like Ew. it's yeah it's a really like, fucked up thing and I was watching yeah. uh Doom 2 which is another movie starring um Roshan 
as a as a villain and uh he's kind of playing the same character in this as he's playing in doom 2 kind okay. of okay but he is not as buff but still really buff it's like from 2006 or something yeah but um i, I was watching doom 2 and my partner walked in and she said uh oh oh she a lead because she's light-skinned i was like uh yeah actually cause, yeah because like she's a knows be the, the light-skinned woman on the screen at the time like yeah that that's how you can kind of tell yeah yeah well because like um uh anupriya gonka or goinka um she plays she's the one that it's a, a dt the one that i said sound like titties a dd mm-hmm. nata um she's super beautiful like she gets married and she's in the full dress and like mm-hmm. she looks fucking amazing but I, she doesn't get to be like a, a romantic lead. Why? Cause I guess, I guess she's not. She's too toasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's so fucking weird. That wedding, that part where they just show up together at the wedding is like <laughs> slow mo. They're both walking in, and she she's got this look on her face like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? And, you know, they both smile at her. I'm like, wait a minute. Did, did we know she was gonna get married? What? Never fucking mentioned it. This this chick is getting married to a fucking uggle, by the way. Like she could do a thousand times better. Than this fucking weirdo. Oh no, she's an analyst. You know she can't. You know. I know. She, he he probably has like she, she. You know he checked all the boxes. He's got a career. You know he's very. Um, what is it? I, I'm dating right now, so on Bumble it's always like I just want someone that has a career. They're family oriented. They love to fucking travel and ha ha ha. And so. Like, I guess he filled those boxes, and so she was like, "Ah, look past his fucking dorky face." <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- that is a weird scene. They're both coming in. They're both kind of dingy because they just fought, right, or something. They just had there was an action scene somewhere in between all that. Yeah, because they've re- decided they decided to unite at this point. Woo! Cause that's, because that's that's after the big chase scene. Yeah, the big chase. Yeah, well, which it's... is amazing. That chase scene with the motorcycles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what this the wedding scene happens after the whole we're both getting shot at and he pushes them out of the way of a bullet and that's that's when they're basically reestablished their tr- they trust each other because yeah. he doesn't kill the little girl during like the christmas celebration i know i love like that that's how they build trust it's like i'm gonna talk to this little girl about santa and then the little girl's like you fucking idiot santa's not real <laughs> <laughs> you tell lies just like this asshole Hey, you, you try to tell me something Sel- is real? I'm gonna chop you in the leg, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Stephen, yeah, well, can we Santa take Claus that one again? Killed... You're supposed to be a little girl. <laughs> yeah, well, Santa Claus killed your mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and isn't it kind of ironic that like he's with her and it's like, dude, her mom is dead because of you, you stupid cunt. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like she's gonna find out and hate your ass forever. Uh, sequel coming up. Oh, they yeah. see. I know the sequel. She's older, and I mean, for some somehow she has like she's like a Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. She just ages by thirteen years in the next film, and um, she's a grown woman. They're sidekicks, and they're fighting together. And then she finds out mid film that actually it was his fault that his mom, uh, her mom died. And then they fight each other to the death. Fuck yeah, hell of a movie. <clears throat> yeah. I- yeah, I have no clue what the sequel could even be because like, I think there's like some teaser at the end where, where, because uh, they kill like the main dude, but then he's like, "I got got you another mission," and it's like, and that's it. So there's like, I, I don't think there were any loose ends in story, so they kind of it was probably be like another big melodrama thing again. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. 
part of a series, like you said. Yeah, they do kind of leave it where it's continuing, and he's going to stay kind of rogue. Um, he does the whole, like, I don't know. It's a, it's like very – he's like, I, I just want, you know, I want Khaled to be honored for his heroism and for being a good soldier and patriot and just make me the – it's like Batman uh, – what is it, The Dark Knight, where it's like I'm, I'm the – I'm the fucking asshole that Gotham needs and some shit like that. He's like, just just make me look like a dickhead and I want everyone to hate me. And he kind of does that thing where it's like, I'm a, I'm a hero, but I'm also kind of a shit piece of shit. So make me the asshole and I'm just going to keep fighting crime. But he's still kind of working with Raw, um, mm-hmm. right? So he's still kind of working. Because Raw is the name of the agency, which is kind of ironic. Like you said, no you way. know, we... Uh, the I forget what it stands for, but but it's called Raw. Um, uh, shit. What? Uh, it's called I want research, research and, and analysis. Analysis. Wing. Yeah. <laughs> analysis wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I guess Raw doesn't really. That's not a word in in India, like we would use it because I would be making so many jokes if I worked <laughs> for Raw. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, one. Uh, one thing I did mean to bring up that I kind of forgot early was this is a full on propaganda with like uh with the whole like fighting terrorism thing. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the Indian action stuff, like the big budget stuff is various like rah 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 like naturalistic prom- propaganda, which uh I can I can tolerate in this context because I don't know the full context of like I don't know exactly what they're going through where like over here, it's like, I don't want to watch a Michael Bay movie. I know what the military propaganda is going to be. Yeah. I I know what we do, but like with India, I don't really know everything. So it's easier to, to take. And also it's probably the only way, not the only way, but it's probably the most beneficial way for them to be able to afford to make these really expensive films because they have support. From their uh, government officials because they're like, hey, we're not we're not bashing the country. In fact, this movie is about having a big dick patriot cock and fucking killing terrorists and all kinds of shit and dancing and shaking that ass. And so you'll love it. And they're like, "Okay, here you go. Like, we'll support it. You can film because I mean, one thing you can tell this movie has a lot of money in it because just the locations alone, man, we go from, you know, we go from India, we go to Portugal we're at the fucking beach at some point. Then we're in the Arctic's at the end. It's fucking crazy, man. It's insane. That's probably the most James Bondy thing. It's like all these different locations and shit. Blows my mind, man. I really like that aspect of the film. The fact that it, it goes everywhere. You yeah, know, that's true. Yeah. And yeah, it helps I, with it not feeling. You don't get bored as easily when you're kind of captivated at the locations and shit. It just adds that little spice, you know, that little something different. I dug it. And uh, like the whole like, like uh, like an angle I'm trying to figure out is is Khaled supposed to be a Muslim? Because they mention he doesn't drink, and his dad was a traitor, and his mom is always always has. And when you see his mom, she always has a head covering on. I, don't I know. think so. Maybe I mean, it might be implied. It might be implied, but he does seem like he's like. I don't know. He seems like a goody two shoes. Like, yeah. I mean, not to say, <laughs> but I feel like most people that are devout, you know, religious, uh, they, you know, as like, well, 
I, I know actually a lot of shitty people that are very religious, yeah. but I mean, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah, they're trying know, to be like with Islam, like drinking, if like for some people, like is a big, like you just don't drink if you're Muslim, depending on like the, what type of Islam you, uh, you practice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be it. Like that could be, that could be something. He does seem like that kind of dude, like, you know, he'd be at the bar and he gets like some lemonade or some shit. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. He's just, it's just the face out of poor Tiger Shroff. I'm sorry, man. You just, you're not intimidating at all. <laughs> you drink lemonade. <laughs> you know, you can dance like a motherfucker. I'll give you that. I mean, holy shit. That, that tiger can dance. But, um, yeah, like, and I did want to touch on the motorcycle chase scene when, um, Khaled is still, fig- he's still on the mission to basically, um, he wants to wound, uh, he wants to wound his old boss and he wants to find out what's going on. But like he it's he's seriously trying to go for Kabir and they get on motorcycles sponsored by BMW. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and these are gorgeous. More like, holy shit. These motorcycles are fucking awesome looking. They look like badasses. The way it's shot when they're going down like the side of a mountain, like they're kind of. Uh, going right down the side and they're like weaving through traffic oncoming traffic man that shit is shot like we really can't in words explain how fuck it you need to watch this movie because the amount of precise like i don't know the amount of attention that went to the action shit and the chase scenes and stuff like that it it's insane like the level of it they they're trying to definitely capture that mission impossible energy and it does like it feels fast. It feels scary. Like I felt like, fuck, man, like I, I was worried if the stunt man was going to die. I was like, Jesus, I hope the stunt <laughs> people lived because damn. Then there's a I guess Kabir had already because I, I don't think he did it during the while he was doing it. But he like put a thin line in between like a little um, alleyway or whatever. And so when they were chasing, it kind of reminded me of a movie I covered recently, which I can't remember the name, but it has a, a Busey in it. Fuck. Shit, I can't remember. But it has Busey in it, and in the, in the movie, Busey puts a line across a street, and a motorcycle motorcyclist comes through, and his head falls off because he gets beheaded. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. That's and I was like, how did he live? Like, how did Khaled live? I mean, because that was a hard hit. Like, it hit him in the chest, though. But, like, he fucking flips back and, like, he gets up like nothing. And I'm telling you, these guys are superhuman. It's insane. But I did really like that whole shit. It's it's fucking cool. And then the way that Kabir gets away, because, it, you know, everyone knows Khaled's a chaser. That motherfucker will chase you to the end of the fucking world, man. And uh, so it comes down to it where the cops are, are surrounding them because the cops don't know what's going on. They're like, these two guys are creating destruction we need to arrest him and kabir like grabs a line a construction line or something like it looks like wire something and he jumps off this huge fucking bridge it whips down obviously because it it, he gets lucky and it like kind of lodges into the railing of the bridge the 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 the, i guess like the scroll or scroll i don't know what you call it the little thingy that holds it that holds all the wire Mm -hmm. and he swings down and then falls into the water and then and then khaled's like well, I'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gadget. 
J Dogs, there's uh, there's a quick line that I'm wondering if you noticed uh, when towards the end, um, uh, during like when they're making all the connections, and yep. someone says the fourth man. Is yes. that like a is that like a reference to the third man, the Orson Welles movie? No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, you know why they're saying the fourth man is. I mean, the story has a reason why they're calling him that. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe it was like, oh, obscure reference, like mate, like to Orson Welles to that one movie. If they had gotten on a like a a Ferris wheel, <laughs> and that that instead of the subway scene, they were on a Ferris wheel together, then then I'd be like, okay, the fourth man mm, on the nose, but I don't know. No zither soundtrack. Come on. And there's a lot of chess talk in this movie, too. Yeah. If you don't know chess, you're fucked because you got to know about pawns and what pawns can do. You're like, they're like, yeah, it's like it's teaching you chess through this movie. Like, yeah, there's the pawn is the last one on the board. It can do whatever it wants. They're like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Cool. I was like, Jesus, I'm getting taught shit now. But yeah, there's a whole thing because, yeah, uh, Kabir is like basically just going through like, mad interrogating people and finding out like who the, the movie kind of reveals like through all those situations where he was killing people there were scenes that we weren't getting shown until the end that he interrogates them and he gets answers from them and who's the next person that they report to and who's that person they report to and it all comes down to like different um different chess pieces uh that uh the fucking Colombian drug lord uh, has in his computer that those are his connects, and I don't know. It's all very. <laughs> I really died down at the end there. I was like, I don't fucking know. You just <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 back to the propaganda angle. There's a shot. Uh, I marked it. Uh, 14 minutes 33 seconds. When you get the side view of uh, of Kabir when he's getting off the helicopter, and when you first see like his huge muscles. And behind him is the Indian flag, as yeah. the, as you get this like glory shot of like this like this is the Indian like secret like looks like Indian like CIA. Yeah, basically. this is this is raw. And he's like walking with a big old like he's got like a fucking boner. <laughs> that was that reminds me. There was one thing that like because it, it's not only throwback to like current action movie stuff but it's also throwback to like 80s stuff especially the helicopter shot that we're talking about totally very top like, gun you know yeah like the scene in predator when he's getting when schwarzenegger's oh, yeah. get out there but he's gonna i was like something's missing and it's because schwarzenegger has a big freaking honking cigar and this movie is absent <laughs> of smoking it's like not even the bad guys seem to smoke. I was shocked to see there was even drinking. Like I was shocked at that end part because there was no drinking or smoking or anything, no. and if not there even was, like drugs around. If there weird. was, if there was smoking, you would get a warning in the beginning from like you'd get a message like the Surgeon General of, of India does not recommend smoking. And uh, I forgot which movie it was, but there's one on I saw. I think Syra. I think it's Syra from 2019 or 2020 the historical action one it's really great um watch that one if you if you're interested um but um in that one you get this really graphic anti-smoking ad of like this is a lung with lung cancer and you get to see it before a fun movie it's like oh good lord i didn't need this (laughs) that was funny 
Oh my! So I didn't know they were strict like that. Uh, oh yeah, they're like what's what's smoking, and if there's if there's a lot of drinking, there'll be a warning beginning. Like there's a lot of drinking movie. Do not consume alcohol to excessive amounts. <laughs> Where's yeah. the warning about bullets? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like obviously everybody knows about that. I'm like I'm not so sure. Maybe maybe <laughs> we just see some examples. And that you know, and speaking of that slow mo shot of him getting off the helicopter of uh, Kabir getting off the helicopter. That it is a that is when I first started getting a very homoerotic vibe because <laughs> the way Khaled is looking at this man coming off the helicopter, it's like this magic moment. His mouth when your wide cock open, tongue is in my mouth. <laughs> His yeah. tongue flaps out, lands on the floor. Yeah, it's like. Ugh. You could do the uh, the careless whisper saxophone. <laughs> oh, moment. you could do, yeah, you could do careless whisper for sure. Oh my god, like it is, it's like oh my god, this is my idol. Like look at this beautiful person, and but it's because, but the movie's trying to say that Khaled knows this guy because he knows there's history. There's like history with his family, and he you know shot his dad and this and that. But all you can think is, man, this guy really wants to fucking get pwned by this dude. <laughs> and you get to, like these cuts of everyone looking at him. It's like, who's coming off the helicopter? Who is yeah. it? And, it's like... <laughs> and his hair looks perfect. I, when they put a stupid fedora on him during the, the rom-com part of the movie, I was like, don't cover that hair. Let that hair free flow, man. That hair is meant to just go wild and have a good time. I I love throwing my hair out there as well. So uh, <laughs> They're like, okay, for this scene, uh, we really need you to look like a douche. Uh, here's a hat. Put that on. Um, yes. Getting there. Here's a hat, some shorts. Put on these kids. <laughs> And, <laughs> and these sunglasses, you're looking like a douchebag for the next 15 minutes of this film. Congratulations. And yeah. same. I yeah, did like, of, oh, technically of, there's okay. three musical parts though, right? Three. Because, well, because isn't third. there a dance sequence with the, uh, or is that all part of the same thing? Maybe that's part of this whole same song. Yeah, where the, where the club. Yeah. No, I, I feel like that also felt like a weird uh, separation. It is like continued from the beach scene into where she's performing. Yes. But it does feel like it's kind of separated. Yeah, a little bit. You got to keep them separated. Uh, I'm sorry, Spencer, <laughs> yeah. you were talking. Um, oh, uh, speaking, of, speaking of sunglasses, um, the part towards the end when when like you think, oh, Kabir's dead, and then like he is, shows up in Arctic, he is, somehow knows. It doesn't matter how he knows. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he takes off his sunglasses in the Arctic. It's like, dude, you're going to go blind. It's so... <laughs> Keep your sunglasses on. He knows because they get they put a tracker chip into that disc. You know? Yeah, they thought of everything. Oh yeah, okay. They did. That's how or they knew. But still, it's like him taking off the sunglasses like outside in the arc. It's like no, they, <laughs> you need your sunglasses out there. No shit, you really do. I uh, there's a fucking Charles Bronson movie that I have on Laserdisc. I I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it takes place like in a like Colorado or something, it's snowy as shit. Oh, is it the Buffalo one? It's not the Buffalo one, but it oh. it's, it feels like that one. It's actually, I think the Buffalo one's better uh, than this one. Jeez, it's like right there. I don't want to look for it, but they they're out there and they're hunting somebody, and it they all have like these. 
I guess at the time, these are the kind of glasses you were supposed to wear. Uh, they were popular to wear when you're around snow, and they look so hilarious. They're like giant frame, blue, <laughs> like tinted. It's just hilarious. But that because me being from South Texas, I don't have a lot of snow education. <laughs> like, I don't have snow experience. So, like, I was like, why the fuck are they wearing those stupid-ass sunglasses or whatever the fuck those are? And then I looked into it. I was like, oh, you get blindness from the snow. Like, you saying that? I've never experienced that in my life. I've never, no. ever been around snow. So, Oh, uh, I grew up partially in, in Alaska for a couple of years. Uh, oh. A military family. Okay. And um, so, like, you know, like, I, I kind of learned early, like, oh, you don't fuck with snow in winter. Like, you, you do everything to do uh, to protect yourself. <laughs> it's kind of like it's very much like when you fucking with the sun here you know you don't fuck with the sun i've gone out i remember one time i had a heavy night of drinking uh, go figure and then the next day i had some friends i wanted to go ball so we go we go to the park we start balling i play for about an hour and it's outdoors it's an outdoor park and i started like looping man i always seen colors and shit and i was like oh something bad is happening mm. and i fucking almost had like a goddamn heat stroke i had to go to the i had to go to the clinic and get two bags of iv in me to revive my ass like i was like don't fuck with the sun <laughs> like <laughs> jesus that shit fucked me up so oh, same uh, with joel, snow uh, yeah joel do you have a winter coat yet since you just moved to utah i have a very thin jacket that i i think i know how to wear I well, don't know. Should... I haven't had an occasion where I should wear it ever. Well, you're since you've moved from LA to Utah, you you I think you're going to need some winter clothes now. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll going see. from uh going from a place with a bunch of Mexicans to a place with uh I guess the one half Mexican. <laughs> well, you're, you're, they still they still got them behind the counter, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to clean the kitchen, Jesus. Yeah. I was gonna say your brother's there, so there are two half Mexicans. There. <laughs> no, no, there's yeah, there's there's two half Mexicans. There's a bunch of quarter Mexicans running around here. <laughs> All together, we make like four. It's great. <laughs> yeah, there's a Pablo Smith somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to the film. I <laughs> I like I really I'm liking this episode. By the way, guys, great job. This has been fun. I like the little bits, the little. Um, I mean, this movie's really fun to talk about because it is like it is a, a it's so many different genres, so many different influences of of especially American film all thrown into a fucking bowl and just sauced around and thrown around and sped out. And and it's, so it's it's really fun to talk about. But you it is a film that you and, you know, Mike says this sometimes on the grind bin, but I really mean it. You got to fucking watch this movie, like whether even if. Even if you're not sure if you'll like it, you got to watch it. It's it's just there's not a I have not seen a lot of movies like this. And I understand it's part of their of the Indian film industry, and mm -hmm. there's probably some patterns or some. Uh, oh yeah, this is consistencies, trophy. right? This is real trophy. Yeah, there, there's nothing new going on here. Yeah, because what I've seen, I've seen a lot of clips, like on you know TikTok or Instagram. I see a lot of clips of different indian films and like i have i've seen some where the action is even more cartoony and like really ridiculous at least this one tries to ride the thin line of kind of almost reality i mean we find out that kabir is like also a fucking electrical engineer or some shit and he creates like <laughs> these magnetic pad like hand pads that allows him to jump onto an airplane and like dive down from another airplane <laughs> that he puts on <laughs> autopilot he gets on the wing 
His hair is just flowing in the wind. And then he dives straight down, grabs, uses the magnetic pads to hold on to the big fucking air carrier. And he holds on and he uses it to travel to the panel on the bottom and he screws out the he takes the screws. It's insane. I'm like, dude, you I love the little sound effect <laughs> of hearing him activate it and deactivate it because he needs it to like, you know, unmagnetize every now and then. It's like, I cannot believe where I'm looking at this right now. Like, I can't <laughs> believe this is fucking real, but it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was, whole sequence uh, in the airplane's insane. Fuck shit. Like yeah, a and like the, thing. And the part when like he almost gets thrown to in the propellers, like Jesus Christ, like like it, it's good enough to like I've seen, like I know what's gonna happen, but still it's tense. It is. I, I um I've flown a lot in my life. I have flown a lot, even though I've not seen snow. I guess I just fly to places that don't have snow or I don't go in the winter. But um I. I was working in Cal- I was living in LA and I flew flew a lot just going up and down Los Angeles to Sacramento and shit like that. So I don't I've never been to a lot of snowy places, but um I gotta admit, as used as used as I am to being yeah. up in the air, that shit made me feel like I couldn't breathe. I'm just like they're up in the air, the fucking he presses a button, then the carrier like lift in the back opens up, and I was like, Jesus, now everyone's getting sucked out of the plane. Like he kills so many people <laughs> oh yeah so fucking many people and who knows how many innocents he's killed like that plane that he got off of that he put on <laughs> autopilot like fucking ran into another plane and killed three people yeah like it's insane man like he killed john denver but like i don't understand <laughs> this dude like he's just like fuck it it's all about getting the main guy and whoever's in my way they gotta die it's just the way it is he's like the punisher he is kind of like the punisher a little bit um, yeah. you know, they killed his uh fake girlfriend. <laughs> it's true. Took it personal. Yeah, and like the, the whole Arctic segment, which is I think this is after the Fast and Furious in Arctic. I think it's after it. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yep. Yeah. That's I mean, that's also a little die another day because there's like a oh yeah car chase scene in Antarctica or wherever the hell they are. Yeah. Die Another Day has elements that I like. But overall, that movie is a complete failure. Oh, do tell. Uh, <laughs> outside of them, but outside of them, a Madonna garbage. It, it's the worst Bond theme by far. And the, but the Madonna yeah. fight scene is kind of fun. <laughs> kind of. Fun. I've never seen that movie, and now I kind of want to see it. Even though I'm thinking it's probably garbage, but I, I oh, kind of want to yeah. see it. Uh, you should have do it with like uh, Yobo and a little Mike. watch party. Yeah, yeah, maybe we live stream that bitch. Yeah, maybe we'll get on the uh, Discord and fire that baby up. Although, I, well, I think the one before it is worse. Um, every, the one with Christmas Jones, where uh, Denise Richards is a rocket scientist. <laughs> Her name's. I mean, Christmas that doesn't Jones? doesn't bother me. That's that's the way all the James Bonds have been like a beautiful model who happens to be essential to the plot. You know. Yeah, yeah I mean, she, this she's movie's like, kind of like that. Yeah, and and uh, Denise Richards is dressed like uh, Laura Croft the first time you see her in the movie too. So far, I'm not complaining. Continue. Yeah, yeah. she kind of looks like Laura Croft and kind of like um, what's her face in Jurassic Park, the first one, the blonde oh, lady. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Laura yeah. Dern's character. Laura Dern, God, I love her. I don't know. There's something about khaki shorts just on a saggy ass who just uh, turns me on. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I like your, I like your. Hmm. The, or, yeah, the age difference. 
in recently uh, that on, first uh, Jurassic Park movie. I'm sorry, Spencer. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, recently on Horror Queers, Trace said, uh, Trace is a fan of Amy Schumer. I'm personally not, but he said, uh, Amy Schumer right. said, uh, 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 anyway, he, he just saw her live and he made a said like one of her new one of her jokes is like if you see a woman in khaki shorts that means uh she's not sexual <laughs> i see go. it as a challenge i see it as a job i'm gonna get in those khaki shorts i might and... put them on <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say joel I was going to say, uh, I didn't realize this back because I've loved Jurassic Park since it came out. You know, it was like a pre teenager, oh, yeah. I want to say, even, yeah. uh, or you maybe were... just getting into teens. Uh, wait, that was 93. And... Yeah. So I was like so, 12. Yeah, I was, I went too. So you, you were 12. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we like... are 10 years and one day apart, in case you're wondering, right. Daniel. Uh, okay. I'm 37. So I was like, what, eight or something like that. It was a good yeah. time. I remember watching it in the theater. It fucking freaked me out. I still loved it. Yeah, that that's the thing that freaked me out too. But but what I was gonna say is like Laura Dern and um the what's uh Sam Neil Sam Neil, thank you. Sam Neil. Brain isn't working. It's earlier here than it is over there. <laughs> um, I didn't realize how much an age difference is there was because I think that Laura Dern is like maybe 22 or something like that in the movie and 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 uh no yeah like she's super young <laughs> i'm shocked i thought she was like 35 yeah no she no, plays such it. a mature uh, ass and no because she <laughs> uh there's some what is it i think it was a grindman movie where she had a bit part in it as a little kid and she was like four or five. Oh, okay yeah. i mean wow. like uh Ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous stains. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen that. She's super young in that movie, and that came out before Jurassic Park. But wow. like, she's supposed to be young, but so did like her David Lynch work. I think came out before Jurassic Park, and obviously some of that ran rather adult. Uh, oh yeah, she yeah. she's born sixty seven, so she would have been like mid twenties for Jurassic yeah. Park. And fifty five years old. And Sam Neill was pretty old, right? Sam, yeah. yes. Sam Neill, like he he would have been starting shit since the seventies. Yeah, he was born in forty seven. Wow, he's twenty years older than her. That's crazy. Yeah, he looks really good though. Like he yeah, looked he... pretty good in that new Jurassic Park movie, even though it was garbage. He did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, and well, I still fucking I would destroy Laura Dern if she wanted to have a good time with the little taco boy. And I'd eat her taco. <laughs> I I destroy Sam Neil. I want to live on that farm and take care of the animals and hang out with him. <laughs> I'll take Jeff Goldblum for the team. Okay. I want Jeff Goldblum to watch and jerk off for the corner <laughs> and just uh, like oh, throw I, the I, lines. I, 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 I uh, mm, yeah, I like what you um what you're doing there. Um, <laughs> yeah. mm, mm, take it from the back. Have you mm. have you um uh, have, there... you, have you considered both fists? Oh 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 <laughs> ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Uh, <laughs> Did you I'm not sure if you guys ever watched the Disney Plus show that Jeff Goldblum had, but uh Oh, the one where he's learning things and he's yes. just astonished by everything. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's uh interesting. He has yeah. uh 
anyway, uh, he had a, a, a political opinion I disagreed with very much in a, in the last episode that made me not like Ooh. him for a little bit. Uh, but um, do we want to get into that? I kind of no. need to know now. You can't just fucking. Uh, he fucking said like this. It was about like uh. Oh, shit, what was, was it about it the like... age of consent? Because I know he's a little creepy. <laughs> um, no, although okay. that, that's the thing that, that's been out there for a while, though. People, yeah, I, I think people know about that. Yeah. No, it is about like um, I think like minimum wage or something. It's about like money, oh, and he is like okay. some old man, like old rich guy shit. It's like okay, buddy, you've had money for too long. You forgot. Uh, well, people I uh, don't know why I should have to be uh, paying taxes for uh, those lazy people out there. <laughs> Anyways, I learned something yeah. today. <laughs> so that, um, there's a piece, of the, there's an episode, I don't think basketball or shoes or something, and he showed a picture of him with his brothers. He's a short one in the family. Wow. Because he's like, what, 6'2", six 6'3", six or something like that? He's tall. He's pretty tall. Damn, so he comes from like some, uh, some fucking stretches, some stretchers. Stretch mm-hmm. maniacs, yeah. He, uh, I mean, it's so it is kind of funny though because I think some of his glasses are uh, some people's minimum wage, uh, yearly income. <laughs> some exactly, of his yeah. frames, <laughs> yeah, definitely the jackets he wears. Like, oh, yeah, dude, his clothes and yeah, his clothes are insane, man. But uh, every time he the, he talked to a woman, it'd get sexual because you know, it just gold boom, it kind of happens. I know he's like just like a walking boner. Like I don't even know how to explain. He's just like a uh, he's a boner personified. Like if my yep. dick could talk, it would talk like it would want to talk like that. It probably would. So during the Arctic thing, Arctic uh, finale in war, the this time watching like wouldn't they be cold? Because like they're like ripped their their clothes off towards the end, and they're just, like shirtless in the final That's, battle in the Arctic. Oh yeah, in the cathedral in the ca- uh, ca- cathedral, right? Oh, I think they were cold. All their nipples were hard. <laughs> I mean, mine were. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was like that. That. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's the heat of the moment. You know, they're both incredibly <laughs> turned on. It's finally time to climax. And uh, they fight for that fight scene. Like I said, it stretches for a while, but um, it's effective. You know, it, there's a lot of stabbing and stuff. It's cool. Just I think about it. the like the chemistry heat going off of there, because not only is uh the main guy fighting against tiger this this asshole who stole tiger's face like so he hates this guy but he also looks exactly like tiger so he loves this guy it's like yeah it's a hate love it's it's, you know and like he has all tiger's moves somehow he has like tiger's like super balletic high kicks which is like you can't just (laughs) learn that in a day but that's a lifelong skill they could have it would have been it would have made sense if they had a scene where tiger was showing you know traitor guy a couple of moves you know like all yeah. oh, this is how i do my ballet flying kick shot <laughs> and stuff like that you know but no this guy just happens to have his entire move set i'm like damn this doctor is awesome she even like <laughs> maybe she just gave him his brain i don't know but just yeah the, yeah just part of it and then like that's done and then it just keeps fucking going because then we go to fucking tiger's funeral and his mom gets some metal and she's crying it almost kind of made me emotional a little bit yeah. and then um and then we end it with the colonel and he's talking to uh 
Kabir. Uh, Kabir. And like they have a little back and forth. And he's like, hey, remember that guy you're supposed to kill, but instead you killed one of our guys? <laughs> <laughs> that guy, it's time to kill him now. <laughs> he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, now I'll point the gun at his ass and I'll kill his ass. And then the movie ends just like that. And as you know, I like to cover these movies. I mean, I like to uh, ra- rank these movies by my favorite mustaches. Well, actually, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. I have the quick impression segment. And as you know, I like to do a quick <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like to do a quick impression of the movies I cover. This is a segment I like to go. Quick impressions. Quick impressions. <clears throat> no one knows Kabir like I do. I can guess his next move. I understand him. I've been inside him. And that is a quick impression of the movie. The, the inside part was not in the scene, but it should have been. And as you know, I like to cover the rank these movies by my favorite mustaches. You have the full Fu Man. Listen, you got to listen, Joel. Listen, because you never heard the show. Okay. You have the full Fu Manchu recommendation for hell. Yeah, this movie is the shit. You have the walrus mustache recommendation for pretty damn good. The horseshoe mustache recommendation for eh, not bad. And, of course, the Hitler mustache for burn this movie in hell. I hope it gets raped by the devil. <laughs> Spencer, what would you rank this movie with? Um, the I forgot the top one already. Full Fu Manchu recommendation from Spencer. Stone piece of shit. <laughs> uh, don't, don't say that. I work in the medical field. I know. Oh, they're not going to listen to this. I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so you give it the full Fu Manchu. Uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. It's not my favorite Indian action movie. My favorite is probably Syrah uh, from 20, 2018. Is what it's from. So that's my favorite one. But this is like the most accessible, fun one. Uh, I highly recommend, you know, if, if someone wants a recommendation of like they haven't seen any Indian action uh, this is a good starter point of like, see if you're into it or not. Yeah, awesome, awesome. How about you, Joel? I'm going to give it a walrus, and that's not because I don't think there. There's nothing wrong with the movie. It's just, it's an action movie in the in the vein of any action movie where it's like, yes, that was a great ride. Okay, what else is going on? You know, um, it perfect background movie like if you have a party going on this would be amazing just playing on a tv in the background because like the action scenes and the dance scenes and the colors and the muscles like every once in a while you look at them being like huh, what's going on there that's cool okay anyways yeah <laughs> back to the party i so. i uh joel i agree with you man uh this is uh i kind of tear up my ranking so i'd give this a top tier walrus it's not quite the full Fu Manchu recommendation and the only reason is kind of like what Spencer was saying I wish there was more dance and a little less like long ass scenes of like these action sequences I understand that they that's an important aspect of the film that's what they want to show off but um it's a lot and I was a little burned out from it by the end of that that last fight I was like please kill this son of a bitch I (laughs) I was already pissed off that you know Khaled was dead like I was bummed I was like I kind of was rooting for him and I liked him and now it's we got fake Khaled who's got little scars on his face I'm like fuck this guy just please kill him and uh I was just burned out so I feel like if it was a little shorter or had more like song sequences 
I think it would have gotten a little closer to the full Fu Manchu, but you're you're right, J Dog. Like I feel like there's just like not a lot of depth in the film. It's very candy coated action film. It's just about really primarily just you know the sex appeal of these action actors and really cool action sequences in the end and a uh, uh, decent songs. You know, a couple good songs. I, I have some bad news. A lot of these movies are at least two and a half hours to three hours. <laughs> So anyway, this is the last Indian <laughs> film we'll be covering on the podcast, yo. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I still think I'm willing to. I think I'm willing to do it. I think I'm maybe next time I just need to be more prepared, like time wise. But um, I still had a really good time with it. So it's top tier walrus from me. Thanks, guys, for joining the show. Um, uh, where can people find your podcast again? If you want to just shout that out real quick. Uh, Twitter piano player pod pod bean uh, Spotify. Google Play, Amazon Music thing. I don't know if the Amazon thing is called, but we are we are on there. If, I can't remember. Basically everything except for iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yes. All right, because, anywhere where you listen to podcasts except Apple, because fuck them. I hate turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> and what? What are uh, uh, Joel? You have another show, don't you? Yeah. Well. uh also, yeah, so I have a science fiction movie podcast that I just brought back and then waited a month until I got the next ready episode ready, which is not what I meant to do. But anyways, um, there's a backlog of like 160 episodes of Please Don't Send Me Outer Space. We cover science fiction and fantasy movies one at a time. Um, the more recent episodes are taking more of a serious turn just, just because – it's just me and another person talking and like, I love, I love laying out jokes, but I'm like, I'm best as a sidekick when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody says something serious and I go, well, did you notice his asshole? No, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. But you can go to uh, any of the usual download sites, all the ones that Spencer mentioned, including Apple podcast, just look for, please don't send me into outer space. <laughs> That reminds me of when I I had a post hardcore band in college and my the names of my songs were so fucking long like if I don't ever do this I may never have another chance or being stabbed in the front is better than being stabbed in the back <laughs> like those are literally song titles so I, I kind of it just made me click that anyway guys thanks perfect. for joining the show you were so fun to hang out with you're a great audience you you laughed at maybe three of my jokes and that's all that I need it's gonna carry me over to the next episode. <laughs> And until next time, I'll check y'all later. Bye. Say bye, guys. Oh, bye. Uh, bye. Adios. Bye. <laughs>